Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. With your host, Philip Randazzo. Today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Fuel 101. Now, guys, if you're looking for a book that's going to help give you a framework to succeed, to reach your goals, to accomplish those things you've always wanted to accomplish, to take that leap of faith, maybe get you out of your comfort zone a little bit, you know, you might be a person that isn't quite sold on personal development books, self-help books, maybe you're a young person who doesn't feel like the books relate to you, you could be any age, Rocket Fuel 101 is a six-step process that's going to propel you towards your goals and stop you from drifting through life. This is one of those books that's going to provide you with a framework. This six-step process is going to help you figure out your passions, pick a trajectory, you know, launch your mission, go ahead, set those goals, go 100% at it. You're going to bring people along with you. You're going to find a mastermind network. There's so many things that this book is going to give you. You do not want to miss out on getting a copy for yourself. And in sponsoring the show, Rocket Fuel 101 is going to give you 15% off any and all purchases of books, whether it be the hard copy or ebook. All you have to do is go to the Rocket Fuel 101 numbers, Rocket Fuel 101 book.com. Again, that's the Rocket Fuel 101 book.com. And when you're at the checkout, type in the promo code podcast. That's promo code podcast. You are going to receive 15% off your purchase. And this is something, it's not a one-time deal. You will get this no matter how many purchases you make. All right. So here's what I want you guys to do in this order. Go to the Rocket Fuel 101 book.com. Get yourself, your friends, your family, whoever you want, get them a copy of the book, enter promo code podcast, and start reading. You guys don't want to miss out on this. All right. Hello, guys. This is your host, Philip Randazzo, and today we have a special episode of the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. I am sitting here today with my co-founder, Mr. JT Burns. JT, what's happening, man? How's it going, Phil? Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, it's of course. Always a pleasure. Of always course. Pleasure. It's it's always nice to get on the mic and have a conversation. You and I have many conversations all the time. We just don't record them. And right. sometimes I wish we would because they're just so funny. I feel like I feel like we could have a podcast with just our conversations. Absolutely. They're entertaining, if nothing else. Gotta, Exa- gotta exactly. If, no, if nothing else, people will get a laugh at some of the dumb things we say and do. <laughs> But yeah, man, so here's what I wanted to do. You know, I, I want to talk all things about this event that we have going on in Reno, Nevada. And I'm excited to talk about this event because this is a speaking gig for you and myself. And we're basically hyping up Rocket Fuel 101, which for those of you listening who don't know, it's the book that JT and I are publishing. We're going to get more into that a little later. But JT, you set this whole event up and basically just just tell us the story of how this event even came about. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, you know, for anybody who doesn't know, I do uh, do as a work as a part time educator uh, while I'm in school at Lululemon. And uh, I don't know if, if this is a well-known fact or not, but Lululemon is one of those companies that is just I mean, they're an all star in the personal development yep. category. You know, yep. I mean, these 
they're, from day one, you get there and they've got you filling out your vision and goals and, and where you want to be 10 years from now. Um, and actually, one of the things that attracted me to the company was, um, you know, their, their kind of uh, manifesto, I guess, is that they want to build leaders in the community, not just not just leaders in their store, but they want to build people up so that they can go out and leave Lululemon and go follow their dreams and be leaders in the community. Exactly, exactly. And I, let me just interject real quick. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, and I don't know, some of the listeners might know, but, you know, I used to work at Lululemon as well. And that right there, what you hit on is one of the things that I love most about the company and working for them was that, you know, from day one, you walk in there and they want you to hit your goals. And if the goals are with the company, great. But if they're not, they don't care. They want you to hit whatever your goals are. And their mindset is, if we're helping this person hit their personal goals, they're going to be a, a better, more productive person working for our company. I think that's that's awesome. And, and you know, just the fact that they even do that type of stuff. Companies don't do that nowadays. So it puts them far ahead of the competition for sure. Absolutely. And frankly, a lot of people could uh, could take notes on their on their business model. For sure. No doubt. But enough about enough about Lululemon. Um, so basically, what happened is, uh, you know, we we get a certain budget. Our store gets a certain budget to put on events for the community, for our staff, whatever the case may be. And uh, my uh, my assistant store manager had this great idea that she she wanted to do a vision and goals event in January, being that it's the new year and you got you got a bunch of people with New Year's resolutions and yep. people wanna people want to kind of remake themselves. So um they wanted to do this this vision and goals event and I guess um they thought of us. They thought of of me and they thought of the Yield Mastermind group and what we do uh on a daily basis. And um they just kind of approached me and, and said, hey, you know, we we'd we want to have this event. We don't know what it looks like. We don't have a date. We don't have a budget. We don't have a theme. Um, how you? How would you like to be in charge of it? <laughs> and um, that's, a, that's you know, awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. You know, and it, to be honest with you, that's another thing they do great is uh, they really let you let you kind of take ownership of things. Now, answer uh, this for me, JT. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? You know, your your you know store manager or assistant store manager, whoever it was, comes up to you and says, "Hey." You know, we've taken notice in you and what you're doing with the Yield Mastermind Group. We want you to totally own this whole vision and goals workshop. I mean, what is the initial feeling for you? Like, talk about the feelings that you're feeling when she, yeah. she comes to you with that. Well, first, uh, my first thought is that I'm, you know, I'm honored. Obviously, yep. there's a lot of, re- first of all, a lot of really great people that work at my store, and beyond that, there's a lot of really great people in the Reno community that she could have gone to. And she went to me. So obviously honored was and then and then immediately following honored was uh, terrified. Yep, (laughs) I was waiting (laughs) for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I, I, you know, I have some a little bit of experience with public speaking. What I have absolutely zero experience in is planning events. (laughs) Um, So they're asking Uh, me to plan this event for, uh, you know, this multinational company that, you know, is going to be marketed to the community. And, (laughs) you know, I'm so overwhelmed, uh, a little bit scared, a little bit excited, um, definitely challenged, you know, all the above. That's awesome, man. And let me just say, like, you know, when you told me about that, I, I basically had the same feelings. Like at first I was like, wow, we are, we must be making a dent in the community or at least in our circles of influence, the people that we talk with, because if people think highly enough of what we're saying and doing and accomplishing to ask, 
you know, you and then which includes me to speak in front of people and talk about the process that we do. I mean, that's pretty freaking awesome. And I'm just super excited. I, you know, I want it to be the end of January already because I want to be, I want to have this thing done. I want to go and give this presentation. I'm super pumped about it. So, you know, just real quick, JT, talk about some of the, the, the points or the talking points that, that we're going to hit on at this presentation. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, one, one of the things that we want to hit on, of course, and this is, is our background story because our, our stories are, uh, they're uh, not exactly traditional, as, you know, some people might <laughs> yeah. know, but but I think they're good. And I think that a lot of people you can learn uh, from what we've learned. And so um, most of the actual presentation is really just uh, essentially taking what we've learned as, in, as far as goals and and how to be successful in that from our own lives and just really relating it and boiling it down to to the finer uh, points to hit. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. And so, you know, for someone who is hearing this right now and is like, man, I would love to come to that event, um, but they can't make it. I mean, can you give them a, a little, like maybe some insider information, you know, kind of some, this is a, a not yet released, uh, you know, event, but could you maybe give them some of the talking points you are going to hit on just something that they can take? Because here's the deal, you know, all of us, struggle with the new year because here's like the thing is you know we have these high hopes for things right and mm -hmm. we we have this fresh clean slate you know empty page to write our stories and you know ultimately life happens and shit gets in the way and right. there's just you know it, it's it's frustrating and then you end up it's December and you're looking at the next year with the clean slate so how can someone you know really take advantage of this new year and and do so in a way that's going to yield results Absolutely. So, um, what what I'll give away from from my presentation and I, right and away. Obviously, we are not giving away all of it, people. <laughs> if you want the full deal, you got to come to this thing. Yeah. Um, and we will actually we're going to be recording the event. Hopefully, we're not sure yet, but I would assume hopefully we will record it, and that will be posted at some point in the future. But this is just a you know just a little token of gratitude from us to you for actually listening into the podcast. We want to give you some info first. Yeah, so I think one of the most important uh, pieces of information or advice, I guess, that that I give in this presentation is when when what kind of attitude I want every I want the people to bring to the presentation because mm -hmm. um, you know I start off with with a, a little kind of funny anecdotal story about when I was younger and I told my dad. I told, you know, when you're a kid, you're always talking about what you're going to grow up, what you're going to be when you grow up, right? Yep. Yep. And uh, I told my dad that I was going to be the first person ever to be a pilot for the Thunderbirds, the, air, the uh, you know top of the top of the line pilots in the Air Force, and play Major League Baseball at the same time. <laughs> that was, man, that I was love I love kids' visions, man. It's awesome. Right, right, exactly. And and the reason for that is because I'm seven years old. And I don't know any better. I don't know that that uh, I'm I'm pro I'm gonna reach a point in my baseball career where I'm not good enough anymore. You know, I don't know that I'm not really the right size to fit in an airplane to be a pilot. I don't know that there are bills and taxes to be paid. Yep. I don't know what it feels like to fail or to be rejected. I don't know any of that stuff at seven. So at seven, man, the world was mine, yep. and you couldn't tell me you couldn't tell me that it wasn't exactly. Um, so what I really want people to bring, and, we, and I start the presentation off with this, is you know I don't bring your adult self to this presentation because you'll sell your short self short every single time. 
You know, I bring bring the seven year old version of you who truly believes the world is theirs. That's who I want making goals. You know. Yep, man, that that is such sage advice. I mean, I think anytime anybody sits down to re- take a look at their goals or revamp their goals or you know vision list, they got to come with the with the mindset of a seven year old or a young kid because that's where anything is possible. You know, you you don't have to worry or think about these outside circumstances that, you know, ultimately shouldn't have any value when it comes to what we want to do with our lives or what we want to accomplish in a certain time period. Those outside influences should not have that much weight. And when we come in with that adult mind, we give it way too much weight. Yep. What what it is is we've had it beaten beaten into our heads for the last twenty years. Yep. Um, you know, that, that life is hard and, and things are difficult and there's all this red tape you have to get through. And, um, I just think it's, it's contrary to the direction that you want to be moving. If you are a person who's goal oriented and, and truly, you know, wants to have some success. Yep. No, I'm, I think you're spot on with that. And, um, real quick, I'm just curious. So, cause I, I, I just, you don't even know this, but I just recorded a podcast earlier today, actually a solo cast. It was just me. And I'm talking about why people are so afraid to take a leap of faith. And so, you know, you talked about, you had this vision to be the first person or the, to have, to fly for the Thunderbirds and be a major league baseball player at the same time. I, I'm curious, how did your, your family, how did your parents respond to you saying that? Were they, were they uplifting and encouraging or were they, or were they basically throwing life in your face? I'm just curious. No, that's a, it's a great question. I got to tell you, I'm uh, beyond blessed to have the family that I do because uh, if I remember correctly and I was young, but I mean, my parents said where they were nothing but supportive, you See, know, my... and, man, <laughs> and that is so funny. Go and go on and finish the, no, he, he was pretty much said, you know, let's do it. You know, let's get out in the backyard and play some catch. Uh, you know, he couldn't really help me out too much with the, <laughs> on the Thunderbird aspect, but um, except for take you yeah. to watch him fly, maybe. But right, and we and he did. By the yeah. way, I don't know if you remember that. You and I, I, I do. I, I was there, man. I remember it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, man, I would say nothing but support from the family. So I am blessed see, in that way. A lot of people don't have that. No, and and you know what? I I, I was I, man. I've been studying for this exam. It's been. And man, it's just been weighing on my head, but I, I had this thought while I was studying and I just had to literally get behind the mic and talk about it. And as I was talking through it, I realized people people don't have parents like that. And I think that's why you and I are doing what we're doing right now. And that's why we we are able to take those leaps of faith or, you know, like we talk about having that trapeze moment, going from one ring to the other and letting go of the first thing. I feel like a lot of people, man, they might come to their parents or people that they trust the most and feel like they have the most support from and say, I want to be a, a even even something as simple as a professional athlete. Every kid at one point who plays sports has that dream. But how many kids' parents actually say that's possible? I bet you 90% say, oh, well, son, you know, you're white and you're short and your jump shot's not all that great. Um, maybe you should think about this. You know what I mean? It's, and I think it's so sad. And I think it, that that really haunts us for the rest of our life in terms of our ability to set these goals that we are going to be talking about setting at this at this event. Yep. No, you, you learn the lesson. The the first time you go to somebody with with your head in the clouds and you're amped up and you have this dream, and the first time you go to somebody, and especially if it's a parent or a mentor or somebody you really look up to, exactly, and they just shoot you down. They just bring you crashing down back to earth. You remember that. You know, oh, you remember what that feels like and you don't want to feel that again. Nope. So maybe next time you shoot your shoot a little bit lower and yep. that way you get the pat on the back from the mentor or whoever it may be. Yeah, um, man, that and you're that, that's what and that's what I talked about today too. You're so right. It's like 
you it's it's one thing to hear that from friends or people that don't have much weight in terms of how you view them but when it comes from a mentor mm-hmm. or a parent or a really close friend or someone that you look up to I mean that just can shatter and totally alter the rest of your future yep absolutely so when when today and you and I you and I know this we're so blessed that we we have people that come to us now with these yep. Yep. pipe dreams or whatever it may be and I am very careful no matter you know even if in even if I might think in the back very back of my head hey that's that might be a little far fetched nothing is going to come from me except for absolute support because um if if that's what they need from me you know oh, what yeah. I mean the rest yeah. of the world is out there telling <laughs> telling people that you can't do it it's so, so I'm going to be the one voice telling you you can do it. It's so true, man. It's so true. And that's, like you said, we are blessed to be having people come to us now. And it's such a funny dynamic because it feels like not long ago that we were the ones searching for people. And believe me, we still do. We still go and search for our mentors. We still ask for help. But it's funny to see the other side of it because, it, I mean, it's – first of all, I love to see when someone comes to me – and they're just so filled with passion about what they're talking about. I mean, I'm sure you can talk to that. Like when people come to you with something they really care about versus something that is not truly their dream or passion, you totally can tell. I mean, I'm sure you'd back that up. Oh, a hundred percent. Like uh, my, the first thing that comes to my head is uh, Evan, gentleman in our group, who wanted to feed the five thousand people. Yep. And the dude, number one, wouldn't wouldn't stop talking about it. Wouldn't no. get off our backs about how we were going to help him get this thing set up. And you know, another side of it is is the fact that he said, "I'm going to feed five thousand people before the end of this year." <laughs> I mean, when you have a passion like that and you're that driven by it, you you aim high. Yep. You know, now he might fall short of that, yep. but he, he's going to come damn close. You know, yep. yeah, exactly, and. Man, it's, uh, this kind of relates to something funny. So I was watching The Office recently, and um, Michael, the, the main character, Michael Scott, he promises all these third graders when he's like 10 years prior that he's going to pay for their tuition if they graduate high school. And today is the day that they graduate, and he goes into the event, and he's just like, wow. And they like have this presentation for him. They're dancing. They're all thanking him. And... He then tells them that, oh, I'm sorry, I messed up. I can't pay for your tuition. But as they're they're driving back and the person that's driving him says, you know what? I was told by someone today that 90% of, I think it was called like Michael's Tots or Scott's Tots mm-hmm. was, the, was the name of the program. So okay. she said 90% of Scott's Tots are going to graduate high school. That's 40% higher wow. than the, the class average. And so the, long story to relate to this, but basically – when you aim your sights high, even if you don't hit the freaking target, you're still way above everybody else. Absolutely. No, no doubt. And Evan could have easily said, I want to feed 100 people. Yeah. And guess what? He would have hit that goal oh, yeah. by far, but he probably wouldn't have gone much past it, right? Whereas even now, he fails at, at feeding 5,000. If he f- feeds 3,000, I mean, what a difference. What an impact he's made. That's exactly right. And that's why... That's why when I have people come to, or when people ask me to help goal coach them or something, I always tell them you have to aim as high as freaking possible because you're basically setting a cap for yourself. The high, the high, the highest you're going to aim at something is going to be the cap, and that's why, for instance, no one could break the four minute mile for years and years and years because nobody had ever did it. They thought there was a cap there, and once one guy did it, a month later, thirty other people had done it. It's just yep. when we set those caps for ourselves, it really does limit the potential that our brains and our minds and, and we as people see. 
And and you know what this this brings up in my head and we talk about smart goals a lot here in the yield group and I know it's a, a pretty popular way to define goals nowadays. Um, yep, yep. And that, and that just are real, in real quick, ahead. explain what smart goals are to people who maybe haven't heard that. Okay. So smart goals, um, is an acronym for, to, to kind of hold your goals up against and make sure that you're on the right track. It stands for uh, specific, measurable, actionable, relevant and time sensitive. So that R that I just said was relevant. You'll hear a lot of people say that that R stands for realistic. And I hate that. I hate that R because guess what? Breaking the four minute mile, that was not a realistic goal. No, no. Flying flying to the freaking moon. I mean, that was, these were not realistic goals, but the the most life-changing world-changing events are not realistic until they are. Right. Yep, that's so exactly right. By 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 trying to hold up to your goals and say, okay, is this realistic? Um, that just that's the wrong attitude to me, basically. Yep. Is yep. I think you're limiting yourself by doing that. Totally. And and yeah, relevance just makes a lot more sense in terms of is it relevant to what you want to do? And in my mind, when I think of relevant, I think of am I setting a goal that's relative and relates to me and makes sense to what I want to do, or am I setting a goal that makes sense to what others or what I want others to perceive me doing essentially. Exactly. Exactly. Like for, for example, and I know we, we, I've told you this example before, but, um, when I, when I first started at Lululemon and I wrote down my, yeah. my goals, uh, and you know, I'm a fitness guy. I really, I really just like, you know, whether it be weightlifting, running, CrossFit, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I put and I, what I, I really wanted to get back into running. I used to run three, four miles a day, maybe three, four times a week. Uh, it was just kind of a nice compliment to the rest of my routine. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I first started, they asked me for my goals. And I, what I wanted was to get back into running the way I had been running before. But mm-hmm. I, my mind thinks in these grandiose terms <laughs> that, you know, it has to be, you know, it, like you said, what other people are wanting. Right. So I put, hey, I'm going to run a marathon <laughs> now. I, I have no desire to run a marathon, nor have I ever had a desire. Yeah. To run a marathon, okay? But I I thought that's the way I had to do it. So three months later, when my uh, my store manager checks in with me on how my how my progress on my vision and goals are going, guess which one I hadn't even started? Yeah, to run a marathon, right? So I think if it's not relevant to your passion, I think you're going to have a really hard time making any real progress on it. I think, man, that's spot on. So people listening. Make sure your goals are smart. Make sure the rel- or the R for you stands for relevant and not realistic, okay? Because in thinking in terms of realistic and realism and being a realist is just, in, to me, is counterproductive to the output that we can all have. It makes no sense to be realistic because realistic and thinking in a, real, a realistic term is only going to get you what you've ever gotten before. You're not going to you're not going to see anything outside or you're not going to see gains outside of what you've done in the past. It just doesn't make sense to me that people want to be realistic. I don't I don't think I've ever been realistic in my entire life. And only <laughs> I can vouch for that. And only when being realistic is when I feel like I struggle the most and have the most, you know, problems with with figuring out what I'm doing. It's because I'm trying to fit into this cookie cutter box that everyone wants to put me in. I I think being realistic is one of the most counterproductive things to ultimately achieving the goals that we're all trying to set out to achieve. 
Yep, exactly. It's like I said, you know, the world's out there being realistic. It, <laughs> it, it can bring you down to realistic sometimes, but don't do it to yourself. Exactly. Don't bring yourself down to it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that's and that's and this relates perfectly to what we talk about a ton in the Yield Mastermind group is your circle of influence. Who mm-hmm. are you surrounding yourself with? And are they people lifting you up, being optimistic and telling you that you can achieve anything you set your minds to? Or are you hanging around realistic people who shoot down your dreams and you, know, you tell them you want to go do this, that, or the other thing? And they say, oh, you can't do that. Are you kidding me? You know, Let's just say, Francis JT, you really did want to run a marathon. Mm-hmm. You've never had that thought in your head before, so no one would expect you to want to do that. And if you went to a, a negative circle of influence and said that, what would the response have been? Oh, they, they would probably laugh at me. Exactly. You know what I mean? Oh, you want to run a – you haven't run a mile in, <laughs> you know, in a year. Yeah. So you're telling me that you're going to go run 26.2 of them? No, I don't, you know, I don't think that for a second. Yeah. Whereas, yep. you know, the, the people that I choose to uh, surround myself with now are the kind of people that say, hey, hell yeah, I'm going to run it with you. Or yep, yep, <laughs> let's exactly. get on a training regimen and let's get this thing going, you know? Exactly. And that's who I choose to surround myself with now. I love it, man. I love it. It's awesome advice. Um, now, real quick, before we wrap up this mm-hmm. session here, um, talk about the other aspect of setting goals. So we have the SMART acronym, but there's a, there's another aspect to it that I think relates a lot to what we're talking about right now. Absolutely. So, and this is this is a Brendan Bouchard thing. So, uh, awesome. He's, Really, really awesome speaker. Got a great channel. You should definitely check it out. It's called The Charged Life. Um, but he says, he said, well, now in his argument is that dumb, he says your goal should be dumb. Okay. <laughs> he says that, that it's a, again, it's an acronym. Um, and I think it's kind of a, a play on SMART, obviously, but yep. uh, stands for um, dream driven, uplifting, method friendly and behavior powered. Okay. Mm. So now I say you can do both. I say your, your, your goals can be smart and dumb. Um, but, but what that dumb really means is dream driven, right? That, that his Brendan Bouchard says smart goals, make it so you don't aim high enough. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, so I think, and I'll just say really quick that I think if you're not a person who is an optimist or someone who has a good circle of influence, I think that is totally true, especially Absolutely. when you consider that realistic is normally what the R stands for. I mean, if you are not around the right people, not doing the right things, that they, I believe that can definitely cap what you're trying to achieve for sure. Absolutely. Smart goals can very easily, if they're just smart, they can become items to check off a list, you know? Yeah, um, 100%. They, Things that aren't really pushing you. So Brandon Bouchard says, hey, let's make them dumb. He says, let's make them dream driven, meaning, mm. you know, that that's that's almost in line with relevant where these are, you know, you're shooting for the stars here. These are this is your passion and you're, you're taking it as far as it can go. Um, uplifting is it really has a lot to do with how how the goal itself is worded. So um, rather than say. Hey, I'm gonna be less of a jerk at work. <laughs> yep. Maybe you say, "Hey, I'm gonna be the best, my most outstanding, positive influence at work. I'm gonna, I'm gonna not be realistic. I'm gonna bring people up. You know, I'm gonna." D- Basically, it has to do with the overall idea of your goal. Rather than stop being bad, let's try to be really, really good. I think that that's thing, man. Right? That is, if people could, if people could just take that and utilize that in their everyday life. 
things mm. would be a lot different, and I think people's outlooks would totally, obviously, have this 180 shift. Yeah, exactly. So, so, and or another good, great example would be, you know, don't say I'm going to lose my love handles. Say <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be in the best freaking shape I've ever been in. You know, yep. I'm going to have yep. a six pack, whatever. But don't don't make it negative. Don't don't make it downing yourself right now kind of thing yeah i think that i think that totally makes sense because when you when you you know you you have these negative perceptions of yourself and and talking about the love handles thing and every time you say that i mean it just has to make you feel bad about yourself right but when you talk about the powerful things the things you're aiming at you didn't aim to get love handles that's let's be honest nobody aims to get love handles so the goal shouldn't be to lose the things that you freaking you know that you put on yourself because you had poor you know you just weren't aware of what you were doing to your body, but let's put it behind a powerful motive and get to work on something that really makes you want to attack it. You know, exactly. So when you when you say lose your love handles, every time you say that, you picture yourself with your love handles, right? Exactly. Whereas you, when you say, "Hey, I'm gonna have a six pack," you're picturing yourself six months down the road yep. with washboard abs, right? Yep. Yep. And that's and a real much quick, more motivating thing. Yeah, and and what I talk about in the earlier um, the episode that's going to be released soon about you know why people um, are afraid to take that leap, I think one of the major things that people need to do is come back to this vision, their goal daily because it's mm-hmm. it gets so tough, man. And like you take that leap, you tell people what you want to accomplish, and then life happens, like we've been talking about. Things get in the way. Maybe you miss going to the gym one day, but you have to keep revisiting that goal, that vision, because if you don't, you're not going to live out what you're trying to do. No, 100%, dude. That That is, uh, that is imperative to your success. Um, and then just to, just to wrap up, dumb, we've got yep. Yep. M is method friendly, um, which that – and this is a good one because it has to do with uh, your actual – you know, your success of your goals – Goals that that have a method to to achieving them are much easier than um, you know you're just going to go out there and willpower your way into it. Yeah, yeah, most so, definitely. So, for example, um, you know, back to the my my goal is to have six pack abs, right? Yep, yep. Well, I I have a method for that. I'm going to get up every morning at 6 a.m. and I'm going to go run two miles, and then you know maybe in the afternoon I go to the gym, and that's my method. Right, yep. and then I, you know, I pre-make my meals, and they're healthy, and and that's my method for how I'm going to achieve this goal. Um, and then B is behavior powered. That basically has to do with you know these these goals have to ultimately they're on you, right? They're on your behavior. So you know, I could say my goal is for the Denver Broncos to win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> yep, yep. And, that's all well and good, and I can wear my my lucky underwear and drink from my Broncos mug. <laughs> but at the end of the day, my behavior doesn't really have too much to do with the outcome, right? Nope, nope. You're totally right. So yeah, it, I think I think re- they have to be things that we're in control of, obviously. And I mm-hmm. I like the behavior um, aspect of the dumb goals because you know it's our behaviors that have gotten us to where we are that we don't like. And right. so the behavior needs to change in order for something different to happen. It's it's a it's fairly it's simple but not easy. We hear that all the time, and that I always always makes me mad when I hear that because there's a lot of things that are so easy to do, like they're so easy. It's it's so simple to accomplish these things, but it's not always easy. We we right. as human beings we have these 
these, you know, wirings in our brain that tell us we shouldn't be doing these simple things or that distract us, you know, social media and all that is such a big distraction. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's, I think dumb, the dumb acronym is such a great compliment to smart and you know, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and call that the JT method because there's smart and then there's Brendan Bouchard's dumb, dumb. but nobody's combined the two yet to my knowledge. So we're going to call it the JT method. <laughs> the JT method is smart and dumb. My dad, my dad would not be surprised to hear that. No, I, yeah, I was I just about to say that actually, right that actually sounds about right. <laughs> All right. So, okay, let's wrap this up, JT. Mm-hmm. Tell people all the specifics about this event. Where is it? What time is it at? Like, where can they find out more information? If I want to go to this event, what do I need to know? Absolutely. So first of all, um, to find out more information about this, you can either uh, visit yieldmastermind.com. We're going to have a promotional flyer up there very shortly. Um, You can always visit our Yield Mastermind Facebook page. It'll be up on that wall as well. Um, But that being said, uh, the event's going to be Sunday, January 31st. It starts at 6 p.m. Like like we said earlier, it's in Reno, Nevada, obviously. And the event itself is going to be at Lululemon. So that's in the Summit Sierra Mall, for those of you who are Reno locals. Um, And yeah, like I said, 6 to 7.30, we're going to start it off with a uh, a complimentary beer sampling event, which will kind of be be fun and and get it nice and loose. And it's going to be a fun event. That's the whole thing. It's it's not supposed to be boring. It's supposed to be a really awesome, energized thing. Yep, and for those of you who uh, weren't interested in going until you heard that, there is your reason, <laughs> if none other, to go. Yep, exactly. It's a free beer. That'll get them there. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, JT, thank you so much for taking the time to stop by the show and chat with us. Everybody that listens knows you're a regular on the show, obviously. Um, we got to get on and do this more often, man. This is fun. Hey, brother. Like I said, man, it's always a pleasure. So anytime. Awesome. All right, guys. So for those of you who are looking for more information regarding the Yield Mastermind group, check out yieldmastermind.com. You can hit us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Yield Mastermind. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, please subscribe to the show, rate the show if you like it, leave us a comment on the website. And also, guys, as you heard in the uh, sponsor segment before the show, go to therocketfuel101book.com. Purchase a book, purchase one for your friends, get a mastermind group going together, and use the book as a resource to hold each other accountable. Enter the promo code PODCAST, you're going to get 15% off. So with that, guys, JT, thank you so much again, man. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you again, brother. Yeah, no problem, man. All right, guys, with that, uh, we will see you next time. Later.